Midway USA brand product designers have one straightforward goal. Develop high-quality, technically sound products and deliver them to customers at reasonable prices. If you are immersed in the shooting sports industry and pay close attention to every single detail, you know our products are built right and stand up to everyday use. Who has shooting mats and range bag systems to hunting clothing and just about everything for the outdoors? Log on and shop 24-7 with super-fast shipping. MidwayUSA.com Knives, machetes, saws, and shears, multi-tools, shovels, swords, axes, spears, hatchets, and tomahawks. If it cuts, snips, slices, or chops, Midway USA has it. Find great gift ideas in our huge selection of pocket knives and other everyday carry folding knives. Make a statement or create a family legacy with one of our top-of-the-line hunting knives. We've got a great selection of manual and electric sharpeners, too. For just about everything for the outdoors, check out MidwayUSA.com. All right. What is up, everyone? Welcome back to another edition of Chasing the Tide, your saltwater connection on the Paddle and Fin Podcast Network. I'm your host, Dustin, here tonight. Special guest here from the Bayou Coast Kayak Fishing Club. Hoo, 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 the oldest uh, long and run in a kayak club in the, in the nation, right? Maybe the world. Sean Restantis. We got Sean here tonight. Uh, oh, Louisiana boy from over there. And, you know, everybody always jokes with me, say, hey, Dustin, you kind of sound like you from Louisiana, too. I said, man, it's that Georgia accent. It got me through, like, when I was in Hawaii with California, a little surfer boy or whatever. And then I say, no, I'm just a good old Georgia country boy that lives in Texas. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on tonight, man? Man, I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Just, you know, uh, a good thing we have uh, outdoor activities to keep us safe and we're not, you know, indoor kind of guys because you know it's it's much safer to be outside right now than it is inside apparently. That, that's for sure for sure yeah. Uh, uh yeah it's just the stuff going on it's just insane yeah um yeah but yeah give everybody a little little backstory on yourself and um and then tell everybody a little bit about uh bayou coast sky fishing club and your role with them if you don't mind yeah absolutely well I, I live in uh metairie louisiana which is right outside of new orleans um bayou coast is again it's, it's probably one of the largest oldest uh kayak tournaments or kayak um clubs in the in the nation if not the world uh, it's been around i think 15 16 years now uh, I, I wasn't there when it started i came in probably not till 2011 2012 my first experience with a kayak was fishing one of the tournaments i took third place in a big red category in in, in the fall and tide tournament in october 2013 or so and uh was hooked ever since and so uh, I've been tournament director now, I think this is my fifth year, fifth year coming up. So um, absolutely love, love kayak fishing. Uh, probably I love the people maybe more than the fishing. Uh, just yeah. uh, I have, I have, I tell my wife this all the time. She knows I have more friends now than I've ever had at any point in my life, including high school, you know, yes. Uh, yes. you know, from all different States, it's, it's a tight knit community despite the fact that there being a lot of us, uh, you know, my phone starts text messaging going off at five in the morning and sometimes till midnight because I got friends working all different hours and, you know, it just, you know, sometimes it's about fishing. Sometimes it's about, you know, who knows what rant they're going. What rant? Yeah. Uh, what rant? Recipes. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> but it, it's great. Um, you, you know, I, uh, uh, so, so Bayou coast, um, you know, we uh, we're mostly based out of Louisiana. You know, we, we have uh, our championship series tournaments. Uh, we have five, actually four qualifying tournaments, which will put you uh, if you qualify, finish in the top 15 in any of those tournaments. It'll put you into the championship, which is usually somewhere between 40 and 50 guys. Hmm. Any of our tournaments may get anywhere from, you know, 65 up to I think our largest qualifying tournaments is 125, 135 people, you know. Uh, which isn't bad, you know, for a saltwater series and just basically South Louisiana. We get some guys coming in from Florida, Mississippi, right. Alabama. Um, but the good thing is our championship, I think, first place this year is uh, like it was last year when Brendan won it as a, as a brand new native slayer. And I think close to two grand in cash, 2,500 yeah. in cash for a $50 entry fee for the championship. Oh, yeah. You're, I mean, you're, you, not, you're you, not hitting that with you're it. not getting that anywhere. Um, and that's just our, 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 you know, our regular uh, championship qualifying tournaments that I'm the, the director of. 
Then we've got our two big tournaments, which are Padapalooza, usually takes place in April, and our Fallen Tide tournament, which is coming up in October. And those are standalone tournaments. Uh, we've got all kinds of divisions. You've got the, um, the big fish categories for redfish, flounder, trout. You've got the slam division, which is the big category, largest redfish, trout, and flounder. Um, I think we'll get anywhere, you know, in a good year, 200, 250 people at Paddlepalooza. Uh, fall of tide in October during football season, a little bit less people. You know, we may get somewhere between 100 and 150 yeah. uh, for those tournaments. It's it's a lot of fun. Those are usually people coming up on Thursday. Uh, we do dinner on Friday. Saturday uh, is the tournament. We have a big raffle afterwards. You can buy tickets. We usually have, geez, fifteen to twenty thousand dollars in raffle prizes donated. Uh, anything from rods and reels to baits to, you know, stays to charter trips, yeah. hotel accommodations, coolers, kayak accessories. You name it, it's probably yeah. in that raffle. <laughs> Everything, you know, uh, gift cards to like Bass Pro, Cabela's, yeah, uh, all of that stuff. And then, you know, yeah, y'all have some great support for the we, for the club, big time. We have amazing support from Hobie, from uh, local clubs, um, yes. stores, Backpacker, uh, Pack and Paddle. Then you've got the, the National Change California Innovations with the coolers, the Titan coolers. Um, you know, even local sponsors, the Death Grip Jig Heads, the yep. you know, Four Horsemen Cork. You know, um, just because they see, you know, and, and, and the great thing about this, the tournament is, you know, uh, you know, for fall and time, I know we'll talk about it a little bit more, but you're going to get a captain's bag, which is going to be chock full of, you know, artificial lures. You get a T-shirt, um, you know, with yeah. a theme, each T-shirt's individual theme for that particular tournament. It's never the same shirt. Oh, and, wow. Uh, yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah. So um, and then these the, a lot of these guys, these um, lure, you know, these guys that make the lures and, and of course they love giving the product there so we can test them out. And then, you know, you'll get something and you say, man, this thing's awesome. I've never fished with this before. And all of a sudden you're getting 150, 200 people to use your bait at that tournament. And you never know what, what kind of turnout that's going to produce in the future. Right. Right. So it's, it's, it's really good for everybody. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I'm looking forward to it. I'm, yeah. I'm already signed up and, and it's going to work out. Cause there's kind of like a conflict, uh, that week with the KBF national championship on Kado. And yeah. then, uh, and then we we're supposed to have the kayak redfish world series in Corpus Christi. Um, but I think that got moved or changed around or something. So that's out the door now, but I went ahead and entered just in case there was a cap. On yeah. The number of anglers. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm ready to come over there and see what I can do. I'm going to be over there for ride the bull. So I'm gonna get some little scouting action in for about three, yeah. four days. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna cover some ground and, and figure something out. Hopefully. <laughs> A lot of the same areas will be in play. It'll be a little bit different, but mm -hmm. a lot of the same areas will be in play. Uh, you know, we do have a cap right now at 200, yep. and uh, we've got 126 people signed up, and we're three months out. So, you know, we're excited. I think we're going to hit 200 easy on that tournament. Should, yeah. So it's going to be a lot of fun. So y'all's first event is uh, is in like in the beginning of the year. Is the first event yeah. the, the Minimalist Challenge? The Minimalist Challenge is in January. And for some ungodly known reason, it's one of our more popular tournaments because it can be really cold. The fishing mm -hmm. can be really tough. Um, and on top of it all, uh, you are given the five or six baits that you're allowed to fish with. So you show up, you're allowed to bring your rod and reel, leader material, um, and that's it. Yeah, you are provided hooks, typically speaking, four or five soft plastics. And typically one hard bait. Oh, so you, you can't even have your own terminal tackle. No, no, no. So, and that's the, that's the, that's the trick with it because Whoa. if you, if you lose a hook mm -hmm. and uh, we had uh, one of our guys, I remember Aaron LaRose a few years back, uh, he, he actually won it that year, but he hooked up a, a double rig first cast, lost it to the rocks. And uh, he was short two baits and two hooks right off the bat. Oh man. So, He's stuck fishing with three baits, three hooks, and a hard bait the rest of the day. Um, and so it's been a combination of redfish, trout, and flounder. And it used to be, years ago, uh, you know, limits. You know, you could catch your limits, which was five redfish, 25 trout, 10 flounder. Now, practically speaking, wow. no one caught flounder yeah. in January. Yeah. You know, I don't, I don't think we've ever had a flounder caught, maybe one in the eight or nine years I've been fishing it. And we've had years, I'm not kidding you, we've had, 2,000, 2,500 pounds of fish brought in 
uh, the fishing was just phenomenal lights out. And we said, you know what? Maybe, maybe we should tone it back a little bit. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we just, it never had happened before in one, one or two years. It just, the fishing was on fire and we caught it on the right tide, the right moon, you know, the right, uh, warm weather pattern in January. Yeah. And it was trout and redfish everywhere. I remember it took us forever to weigh in all the fish. Uh, we oh, were doing wow. Yeah, this was obviously before Tourney X came around. And so we, we, we went back and we changed it. Um, and now it's a, uh, you know, every year is a little different. It may be two redfish and, and five trout or 10 trout or something like that, you know. Um, but that tournament, it's a shotgun launch. Everybody leaves from the same spot. Uh, traditionally, it's been in Leeville. Leeville got some a lot of flood damage, and we expanded the boundaries this year to Golden Meadow. But okay. uh, it's great because you're on the level playing field with everybody, you know? Yeah. Everybody goes at the same spot, 135 guys. We usually sell out that tournament every year within a week. Uh, and, again, I don't know why people love it. I think people love the fact that we're all launching from the same spot, fishing with the same baits, and so no one has a very big competitive advantage, you know? Um, and it's, it's a, it's a really good time. We, we, it's the first one of the year. It's in usually mid to late January yes. and, uh, first time for us to get together for that year, you know, right on. And then, and then there y'all move to uh paddle Palooza, which is normally in the April. Like, yeah, we usually have time. one of the, we usually have one of the tournament, which is typically it's either a trout tournament or redfish tournament, mm -hmm. you know, anywhere in the state. Um, and then paddle Palooza comes in April. That traditionally has been down in Grand Isle or, but it's the whole highway one corridor, which will include, Basons, Golden Meadow, Leeville, Fushan, Grand Isle. Okay, so multiple launch points for that. Oh one. yeah, yeah, multiple launch points. But everybody is down in, uh, in um, typically speaking, at Bridgeside Marina, that area yeah. on the island itself. It's the only inhabited barrier island in Louisiana. Yes. So uh, and there's some restaurants and uh, you know lodging and the trick is you know we know people are going to drink and what we want is for it to be a home base where. After you've been fishing all day, you can put your stuff up. You can go get changed. You can, um, you know, you know, get, take a shower, come outside, walk to the area where everybody's yep. at. We've got food served Friday night. It's a, it's a pastelaya. Eric Stacy and the, um, the little rascals makes it. It's a fantastic pastelaya. You know, people are, you know, have a few drinks, um, and that's Friday night. We do a captain's meeting, a short captain's meeting, and uh, you know, everybody picks up their captain's bags with their goodies and their t-shirts and everything. A yep. lot of people come in on that Wednesday and Thursday. Most of the people, I'd say probably 50% or more, come in that that uh, that Friday, Fish Friday, at least. Come in Thursday night, Fish Friday. Saturday, you're up early. Friday night's usually our early night. Usually everybody's pretty much packed up 9, yeah. 30, 10 o'clock. Saturday, you know, you're up at 4 in the morning. You're launching. Uh, you know, you're back. Then you've got the award ceremony. Then we do that a big raffle again. We have ten to twenty thousand dollars of prizes that we're raffling off. That you buy raffle tickets, we put it in there after we do the award ceremony, and bam, you know, you, who knows? You could win an Orion cooker, you could win uh, a charter fishing trip, you can win a, a two night stay at Point of Shin kayak rentals or at Bridgeside Marina, rods and reels, you know. Um, so anything like that, and then uh, we go into that by Saturday night. You know, we're, we're cooking again. Um, typically it's been fried fish. You know, we usually, when people mm -hmm. come in, they have the fish, we clean the fish, fry them up with fries, salad, and, uh, do the award ceremony, then do the raffle. And then, uh, Everybody you know, the lies start. Beverages. You know? <laughs> oh, the lies and the beverages start, right? Oh Once yeah. Those, you know, so I mean, I had a flounder on, you know, he was 20 inches and he, 20 inches. God, I lost a rod at the kayak. And two hours later, man, I had a flounder on, it was 24 <laughs> inches. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yep. Yes. But uh, we, we have such a good time. It's, it's something everybody looks forward to. And, you know, last year we couldn't do it. Um, well, I think we had Paddlepalooza and then, uh, yeah. but it was, it was a little different setup we had. And then we had a cancel fall on tide last year because of, uh, because of COVID and with it, it being a Hobie qualifier last year, we, we didn't want to rush it. We wanted everybody right. to have an experience. So we um, talked to Morgan over with Hobie, and he said, yeah, absolutely. Push it back. You got your spot. So we were good. And that's what uh, our main focus is here tonight, to talk about yeah, that. Yeah, I'm excited. Some other stuff, too. But, yeah, yeah that's uh, – you no, know, I'm, I'm definitely looking forward to, the, to that event. Um, when, the, when the dates came out, and I was like, man, I don't know if I'm going to be able to fish it, <laughs> you know. But it uh, looks like it's going to work out. 
So yeah, you know, over there. We we heard about KBF later on. We had already said it, and people mm-hmm. had approached us, and you know, we sat down long and hard and thought about it because we've got some guys that want to fish both, you know, and and so yep. look, man. What we've tried to do, and, 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 I, and I do this every year when I schedule tournaments, is I look at all the major tournament schedules. I look mm-hmm. at Bassmaster. I look at Hobie BOS. Um, I look at all these things. Even though those are bass tournaments, you know, I, I, I'm cognizant, very cognizant of a lot of our guys wanting to fish them. Even me, you know, yeah. I like I like going and fishing mm-hmm. them, and I really try to avoid conflicts, you know. But then when you start getting holidays and Mother's Day and Father's Day and LSU football games and Saints. Yep. It's like at some point, it's like guys, we we got to schedule it. You know, we yep. got to schedule it, and uh, this is the best date we can do with the tide and and everything else that we're looking at, and and to be a good time of the year to fish it. So, the 1911 is one of the most iconic firearms in history. Designed by John Browning, the 1911 was the standard issue sidearm of the U.S. military from 1911 to 1985. While Colt produced the original. Almost every major firearm company has produced its own version. It's wildly revered for its reliability, crisp trigger, and is still a favorite for all types of shooters. Whether you're looking to buy or build a 1911 and just about everything for guns, log on to MidwayUSA.com. You know, we, we uh, for people out there wondering about that, we did the best we could, and we had picked a date. People had already made plans. Rooms were booked. The place was reserved. We found out about it. And it's like we can't really change it at this point, you know. Right. Uh, which which is upsetting for me because I, I understand some people are going to have to pick, and yeah. uh, you know certainly I hope they pick Fallen Tide. I think Fallen Tide is a very unique event. We don't mm-hmm. know if we'll have it again. KBF has got. I, I hear they have a couple thousand people fishing it. Is that right? I don't. I don't know. Yeah, it's usually between six hundred and eight hundred normally. Six hundred. Yeah, six hundred, eight hundred. Yeah, and I'm sure it's, it's a, a pretty good bit. I'm sure it's a it's a great event, and I'm sure a lot of people go over there and have some fun. Uh, I will tell you that this is probably going to be a once in a lifetime or maybe once every, you know, who knows, five, six, seven year event for us. And, and if you come down, you're going to have an absolute blast out here. This is a great group of guys. This is a great club. Um, like I said, the guys who started it got the ball rolling and we're just kind of rolling along with it right now, you know, trying to do the best we can to add to it. Yeah, I know that uh, COVID messed up quite a few things. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Last year when it was kicking off, I got to go over to uh, the pack and paddle and uh, mm-hmm. their beer and gear. Mm-hmm. You know, they have that in, in the March springtime. Yeah. Had a good time. Met some of the some of the guys from uh, from the club itself too, and hung out. Had a good time. And you know, this year, you know, it was they still kind of still kind of weird, but um, yeah. you know, they had some stuff and they had some uh, staff members or something that might've been in contact and they couldn't do some stuff. They were have, supposed to have some demos, you know, and it was still kind of affecting things, you know, at the beginning of the year this year also. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. you know, it was just good to see some tournaments start happening again, you know, yeah. so, you know, seeing it, seeing some of the trails kick off and everybody else, you know, kind of following that lead. Everybody else was starting to kind of slowly move into doing things again. And then, and then wham, bam. And then now it's like, the numbers are going up and they're like freaking out and, you know, I just hope we don't revert back to what it was last year. Yeah, <laughs> I'm no, not trying no. to get political on my on my podcast, but uh, no, it's a fact of life. You know, One of the things yeah. I found that it did for us, though, um, I had been really toying with the idea as tournament director to move into some CPR tournaments or CPS, what I call them, catch photo submit. Yeah, and um, it 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 was either cancel the tournaments or move to this format. Yep. And we we did not want to cancel it because at that point, with a lot of people not working and sitting at home all day, it was it was just not good. So we gave some people something to look forward to. Yep. And so a few of us got together. We had to figure out what to do and tourney X and all that and go rewrite the rules. And, you know, it was a tweaking process for 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 the number of tournaments and just figuring it out. But I think it, it was successful. A lot of people enjoyed it. We still have people that, you know. Uh, don't like the the, the the catch photo tournaments. They want to take the fish and keep them, and then that's fine. Um, as a tournament director, though, I'll tell you, it, it was nice not having to come back and worry about weighing fish and, you know, mm-hmm. also fishing the tournament. You can leave anytime you want. You didn't have to go back and sit around till five o'clock and get home at six. Right. You know, you could literally be, oh, man, I got my fish. I'm leaving at two. Or, man, this is a crappy day. 
you know, I'm, I'm going to call it a day at 11 or whatever and, and, and head on in. Yeah, um, but what I found and what I'm hearing, because we, we, we hear a lot, we, we always listen to our members and, and what feedback is uh, they miss the, the, the getting together part, right. you know? So we're, we're trying to figure out a way to incorporate that. We're still kind of trying to mix and mash both worlds, you know, yes. where you can have that CPR tournament because it's exciting watching events go down live, you know? Yes. Um, and for me, when I've got friends fishing, uh, matter of fact, uh, a good friend of mine, Chuck Bayhan, was fishing the Hobie oh, B. Yeah, West he, up in he Susque- all the Susky. Yeah, he had a hell of a day, too, man. He, had a he was texting me, and I saw some pictures, and I was like, oh my gosh, straight we smash. Were, we were all rooting for him. But we have got a big chat group of the Louisiana uh, bass guys, and we were all rooting for him. And uh, he's coming in, man, I just lost a big one. And I was like, we're all like, Chuck. Stop texting. Yeah. Fish. Off the dang phone, man. I mean, yeah. he could have won the damn thing if if he uh, would have had that set up and found those fish to you know got on that the, pattern the day before and had that two days yeah. he was straight smashed. I think like he that. caught the biggest stringer of the yeah. tournament. Biggest stringer of the tournament. He had the second biggest bass. He was in the lead for a while. I think Ryan yeah, Lambert, Ryan Lambert him. took him by a quarter of an inch with a 20 and a half. Yeah. yeah. And he only had 77 inches, I think, the first day. Yeah, and then he just had if he would have had like 85 on the first day, just oh, a couple of coals, it'd have been insane. It would have been insane. So Team Jackson you know, right there. That's one of my uh team members. In the South region. Yeah. yeah well, we, yeah, we give stoked. him hell because he's, he's one of the few Jackson guys around here, but uh, he's, he's definitely representing them well. And uh, so we got a few guys that, that have actually done pretty good. Him, uh, yep. Francis Tran uh, is another yep. guy that's done pretty well. Uh, he's, he's cashed a check or two over there. Um, you know, so it's, it's, it's been a great experience for a lot of these guys and, and get to, to get out of our, our, our comfort zone, you know, I mean, yeah. South Louisiana isn't known for its bass fishing. Uh, you know, it's known for its redfish and it's right, but uh, for sure. We're definitely getting out of our comfort zone, and I'm hoping some of these bass guys will come down and uh and, and give us a go, you know, at least on this tournament. See, what it's oh, going I know on. actually, yeah. Um, your, your current uh first time Bassmaster Kayak Classic champion, uh, Mr. Mark Pendergraph, uh, you know, actually signed up for it, and he he did, he kind of reached out to me and talked a little bit. So, uh, we're gonna we're probably gonna bunk together, and I, he's probably gonna tag along with me. So, I said, That's Man, I'll awesome. show you around. That's uh, awesome. So, I said, I'm kind of going in kind of blind myself, I'm gonna have a little bit of intel, but you know, I told you, I, uh, I told you, I promise I'd give you some intel, just not but no, no flounder. flounder holes. Oh, I can figure the flounder out. No I'm, flounder a, I'm, a, I'm a flounder whisperer <laughs> when it comes to catching them. So, on the rod and reel, I'm yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, but it's just they're a different. They're a different. They're just totally different fish. Now, to I'll say this: when you go and target, they're just different. I'll say this: this is going to be as close to a level playing field almost as possible, because yep. Fallen Tide is typically held down in Plaquemines Parish, down Highway Twenty Three, mm-hmm. uh, which if, for, for people not from Louisiana, it's Venice. If you've heard of Venice, yes. the end of the world, um, Venice up through Belchase, which has got multiple areas. It's about an hour stretch of different marsh and everything. Typically, it's held there. It was moved or was going to be moved last year to to Grand Isle, but then COVID hit. And so mm-hmm. last year, we had it. Basically, it was a CPR tournament, and it was – you could fish Highway 1, which is Grand Isle. You could fish Highway 23, which was um, over down in Venice area. Mm-hmm. I stuck with Highway 23. I probably should have gone to Grand Isle just to – you know. so I ended up finishing in the top 10. A couple of friends of mine finished in the top 10 as well. Um so this is not our normal location. We normally don't fish Grand Isle in October. Right. right. So for people saying, oh, man, these guys have been fishing these water for 15 years. Nope. 15 years we've been fishing Highway 23 <laughs> in October. This is all new for me. I've never fished down there in October. I'm usually because I got water much closer to me yeah. that I can catch flounder and trout and redfish in, you know, 30, 45 minutes from my house rather than taking a two and a half hour trip down to Grand Isle. So uh, it's going to be a learning experience for me uh, and for a lot of other guys. Um, also, typically for these two tournaments, we used to allow live bait, uh, you know, which some people would use cockahoes. This will not. This is artificial right. only, which changes things up a little yep. bit. You know, some people get a cockahoe, throw it against the bank with a cork and say, you know, come here, flounder, flounder. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. and that's not going to be the case. So it's it's a whole different ball game when you fish an artificial uh, for flounder. And, uh, 
you know, it's it's exciting. Have you have you ever fished a slam tournament, Dustin? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Or, uh, or if there's a slam pot, I'm always yeah. I'm always if if there's any side pot, I'm signing up for them. This any is, any side pot. Every tournament is, I enter, if there's side pots, the side pots. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yep. you don't want to be that guy. Nope. Uh, <laughs> we had a guy who didn't enter a a side pot one time. Benjamin Day, he's a funny guy. It was a it was a five dollar side pot for Big Red. He ended up winning it. But he didn't enter it because his wife was like, ah, you, you don't win anyway, so you shouldn't huh. enter it. So he says, okay. He lost, I think, $400 on that side pot, oh, yeah. which is, yeah, just pretty funny. But um, it's it's exciting when you get those three fish. When you catch that third oh, fish, yes, for sure. you know, you would think it easy. You know, it's, it's just one trout, one flounder, one red. No, you may get, at our April, I'll, I'll tell you this, at our April tournament for Paddlepalooza, a uh, guy by the name of Breck Hotard won it. A friend of mine won it. Not one flounder was caught. Not one. He won it with a trout and a redfish. First time I think that's ever happened to my knowledge, somebody winning oh, one wow. of these tournaments, which I had my trout and my redfish. I spent seven hours trying to catch a flounder, you know, thinking all I need is one flounder to win it. Yeah. And and really that was it. So, you know, it's 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 going to be because it's a Hobie event. It's 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 not going to be a weigh, and it's going to be a CPR tournament. CPR. And what is what is the the slot limits for the fish? So on, for trout, for trout, it's twelve inches. Mm-hmm. For redfish, it's sixteen inches, and I think it's up to twenty seven. But so the biggest you'll be able to weigh is a your best be able to weigh three quarters. Twenty six three quarter. Twenty six, and then it'll go by timestamp. You know, yeah. as to the and first person the that flounder, submits that for the pot. I, and all that stuff. Yeah, I think the flounder is 11 inches or 12. I have to go back and check. I always have to check because I don't think there's a size limit in Louisiana for flounder. Yeah. Uh, but we we put one in Still for the tournament. One. I think it's either 11 or 12. I'm going to go back and check. Uh, the thing with the flounder is there's no squeezing of the tail. Right. You, know? you just lay it down. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and uh, I would highly recommend that, you know, you have a firm grip on that flounder before you take that picture because if you lose it, oh, you yeah. will be kicking yourself all day. It, it's going to be interesting, um, and we talk all the time about what it's going to take to win. You know, as far as the length, used to be we, we're we're going for weight, and mm-hmm. what's what's interesting is length versus weight. It's much different in that area. Yeah. Uh, I'll tell you because the bigger, fatter redfish, and I'll say this for for the viewers out there. Yeah. Are typically up north, the, mm-hmm. the fatter redfish, right? Yeah. Um, and I'm talking, you know, I've lost tournaments because I've stayed down south and lost by a pound, even though I had a longer combined length, mm-hmm. but we're going by weight and my yeah. redfish were skinnier. Um, so with the redfish maxing out at, I think, 26 and three quarter, there is no incentive really to go really far north, yeah. you know, to catch a fat, you know, nine and a half pound slot red. Yeah. Uh, you just need that length. Yes. And so that's going to throw in a different dynamic for this tournament too, um, because you're not going for weight, you're going for length. Um, you know, trout, you know, we're not Texas or Florida, you know, our trout, you know, 18 to 20 is considered a nice trout in Louisiana. Yeah. Now, certainly, you know, people have caught 24, 25 and 26 inch trout. Uh, those are, are rare, you know, you don't get them as much. Um, but typically speaking, I think what you're going to want this tournament, what you're looking for is you're going to want that 26 and three quarter inch red. Realistically, if you get anything 26, if I get anything 26 inches or over, yep. that's it. I'm done with the red. I'm done with the red. You know, yeah. I'm going on to my flounder. I'm going to my trout, uh, trout, you know, 18, 18 to 20 inches, yep. 18 to 20. If you get something like that, that's obviously solid. And then flounder, you know, I mean, and then if you, you get a flounder, you're like, oh, if yeah. you get a flounder, <laughs> if you can get a 26 and three quarter inch red or a 26 inch red, a 20 inch trout and a flounder, you're probably finishing in the top 10. If I had to yeah. guess, you know, yeah. um, to win it, uh, I think Doug Menifee won uh, Paddlepalooza last year. I want to say he had a 20 inch trout, a 20 inch flounder and that that red, Ooh. the maxed out red. So, yeah, he flounder. had a yeah, he had a really, really good day. Yeah. Um, so you're gonna, you know, it, it, I think if you get a 20 inch trout, the, 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 the 26 plus inch red and, and a flounder 15 inches or above. Yeah. You're, you're in the looking discussion pretty solid. For sure. yeah. 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 You're in the discussion for sure. 
Um, you know, and, and then you've got these places. You've got big redfish category. You got big trout. You got big uh, flounder categories. Mm-hmm. We'll, we'll probably pay out five places on those. Now those oh, usually wow. are cash. Those are usually, uh, I think, gift cards to like Bash Pro or Cabela's. So uh-huh. I mean, it's just as good as cash. I mean, for us, yeah. oh, at least yeah. the wife isn't tracking you when you spend that money because you're right. just coming off a gift card, right? Exactly. Yeah. But but yeah, you'll have so you'll have five places for big red, five places for big trout, five places for flounder, and uh, then you have the main category, which is uh, going to be the slam. Mm-hmm. And, and how many that, places is that paying? That's out? probably going to be ten places if ten I had to places. guess. Yeah. So you got and and those are paid out in cash, except for the first three places are usually some kind of combination of prizes and cash. Okay. So, cool. Yeah. 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 And it sounds like a great time. Yeah. Get fed both nights. Well, you're going to get fed three nights. Oh, three nights, three nights. Yeah. We're doing something different this year. I, uh, you know, we, we were all talking and said, man, this is a big deal. People are going to be coming down early. I know I took off Wednesday, Thursday and Friday as did a lot of the guys. So we're getting up there Wednesday. Um, and, uh, but Thursday night we're gonna be cooking. Uh, okay. Don't know yet. We might try to throw a little seafood flair in there, a little Louisiana cuisine. Mm-hmm. Uh, Friday night, which should be our typical pastalaya, which is is excellent. It's a great meal to kind of carb up the night before, yep. you know. And then Saturday, I will be barbecuing. You'll find me by the pit, and it's not gonna be Texas barbecue, mind you. All right, don't don't get your hopes up or Memphis barbecue. This gonna right. be good. I will have some boudin down there that will blow oh, your socks yeah. off. It was a hit. We're going to have some boot in. We're going to have, you know, hot dogs and sausage and bratwurst and uh, oh, chicken yeah. wings. And we're just going to we're just going to lay out a spread and, uh, and we're going to do all that. So that's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, we got a band coming in Friday night uh, to keep people entertained. We're giving out the uh, we're doing the captain's meeting and um, we, we, we may have some some other things. We're, we're planning on having our sponsors down there set up booths. Cool. To kind of showcase everything, so it's kind of been an, it's going to be an open event. So I know I think we're going to have backpacker down there for sure. Whether you're just looking to stay warm during a hunt or need maximum concealment, the clothing you wear can make or break a hunt. At MidwayUSA.com, we understand hunting clothing has come a long way with more meticulously crafted camo patterns, advanced scent control technologies, and weatherproof options to withstand the elements. Hunters have to wait until their favorite season, but shouldn't wait on gear which is why Midway USA offers super fast shipping. When you're ready for your next system, log on to MidwayUSA.com. Uh, Torquedo is going to be down there, as far yes. as I know. Yep. He's Jeff, a, Jeff's yeah. coming in. Jeff's coming uh, in. I, I found us a place to stay. So yeah, um, me and Jeff are bunking together, and uh, we're yeah. fishing together. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, that's for Ride the Bull, right? Oh, no, that's Ride the Bull. Yeah, that's correct. He's, I'm getting he's, my dates mixed up, but he's he's planning on coming he's in. He's planning on coming down, right. He's going to be at KBF, and he's driving down to, coming to, down to, to for, Fallen uh, Tide. Yeah. For Fallen um, Tide, too. That's right. I've, so we're going to have a lot of our sponsors setting up booths. They're going to be selling baits uh, and tackle, and we'll have people there. If your kayak gets broken, you've got you know some issues uh, with your drive, we'll have guys there that will be able to fix it on site. Uh, so that's always good to know. Fortunately, we don't have a whole lot of stumps and things like that. The water right. should be fine. You know, uh, it may just be some type of maintenance issue a lot of times, but we yeah. should have some some spare parts out there and stuff. So, so motors allowed in in Fallen Tide? No, not no for motors. the tournament. You can use it to scout for pre fishing, yeah. yeah. But this is uh, you know paddles and pedal only. Um, honestly, you're you know. With with these areas that we're going to be fishing, you're not going to have to go a mile. Yeah, you could yeah. you could I, I I can tell you this, there are places that you can launch, you can catch all three fish in a hundred yard paddle. Oh yeah, you know, mm-hmm. so it's it, there, there's really if, if if you can literally just fish the Grand Isle area and mm-hmm. catch all three fish you need. Now yeah. the bigger trout may be in Leeville or yeah. it may be in Golden Meadow, and that's what you got to find out. It depends on how cold it is, mm-hmm. what the water's been like. Yep. Uh, have the trout moved inside yet? Are they still hanging on the outside? You know, mm-hmm. so it, a couple of different things. So that's why uh, getting down there and scouting a couple of days early would be would be yeah. great. And it is fine to uh, to uh, relaunch it at different launches throughout the day. Oh yeah, if you need to. Yeah, you can pick, pick up, up and relaunch three or four different spots as many times as you want. Tip, a lot of people do that actually. They'll go yep. in. They've got one area they want to go fish for flounder, one area for trout, one area for redfish. Yep. So they'll hop in, 
They may bring two rods and minimum tackle, hop in, go catch that fish, haul back yeah. in. By 6.30, 7 o'clock, they're moving to their second spot, you know? Yeah. So, yep. uh, you know, and the great thing is, is that the furthest away you'd have to drive from Grand Isle is probably 45 minutes, and that's if you want to go all the way to to Basons up north. Yeah. But everything else is 15, 20 minutes from where you're uh, – from from where most people are staying on at Bridgeside. Oh, cool. Yeah. Probably uh, – book that stuff pretty quick <laughs> yeah well yeah no we well, i booked mine in april so yeah. uh you know but we haven't we haven't even mentioned what the big thing is though about this tournament oh yeah what's the big thing it's it one guy one person one average joe could be joe blow off the street from where are you from dustin where you victoria living? texas victoria texas could come in and catch three fish and qualify for the Hobie Worlds. That is correct. Represent the United States in the what I call the the Olympics of of kayak fishing in, in the world tournament. You know, the kind of biggest name. It's yeah. definitely not for the money. It's all about the glory. <laughs> it know, is, but that's probably fish. about the only time they're gonna get me in a Hobie if I go there. <laughs> well, you know, <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> Play. You, you no, know, no hard feelings, man. I, I got oh, a lot of friends that, that are on Hobie that, that fish out of Hobies too. You know, great boats got, too. Look, but they've got some great but boats. Yeah, just to experience that would be insane, especially it's, it's, like over in Sweden or Australia. You know, all over the all over the world, all over the world. It could I mean, be anywhere. It could be in China. I mean, it could be where wherever. It's going to be. There's no telling. I don't know. There's spin no the telling. globe and let's go here. <laughs> what kind of fish are you going to be fishing for? Yeah, there's no you telling. Know? There's no telling. Um, and, you know, a lot of times, you know, Hobie throws, hosts most of their tournaments, and, 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 and most of them are freshwater tournaments. So a lot of us don't, you know, the chances of me going in and competing against somebody, you know, in a bass tournament and to win first place, it's pretty slim. It's pretty slim, you know. Um, but competing in a saltwater tournament, we only have to catch three fish in one day. Hey, anybody can do that. I mean, yep. you know, not anybody, but any good saltwater fisherman can have mm-hmm. a good day and can do that. Yes. And it, I, I really look at it as an opportunity really to um, really for just people like me and you and, and a lot of other guys out there that that want this opportunity. So, man, just to have a chance to compete and go into a tournament knowing that, man, I, I could I could win this thing possibly you know, and, and be in the Hobie world, yep. you know, and what an honor and what an accomplishment and, you know, just to get there, you know, and, and to be able to experience that would be a really a once in a lifetime experience. Uh, now, when, and obviously if you win, you qualify for the Hobie world. Yes. Um, if you choose not to go though, uh, it would fall to the next in line. So if you're okay, like, so there is a, it is going to roll down. Yeah. It's going to roll down. Right. Ooh, right. Deal. We're guaranteed That's one good spot. To know. Yeah. Because somebody, you know, you, you know, what if we have somebody who's 18 or, you know, who wins and says, I ain't going all the way over to, you know, Australia. Yeah, or you just know? can't make it happen or, or something. Or just can't make it happen. Yeah. So it, it'll roll down. Um, first place is typically speaking kayak. Uh, yeah. You know, now I don't know what we have lined up this year. Uh, or maybe I do. I'm just not allowed to say yet. But <laughs> I'll tell you, last year for Paddlepalooza, it was a Hobie 360. Which oh, wow. is a you know a fifty five hundred dollar kayak. Yes, All right? for sure. In addition, the person who wins and chooses to go to the Hobie Worlds will get two thousand dollars in cash to pay for their expenses. Oh wow, yeah. so That's pretty cool. Yeah, so we're going. The club is going to pay two thousand dollars. Now we'll hold that money until they actually decide to go. Yeah. Uh, because if they choose not to go, the next person in line would go, and that money would fall to them. Yes. Now they get to keep the kayak for winning, obviously, if that's what it is. But the two thousand dollars is going to be paying for those expenses for whoever decides to go, which I mean, you know, that's enough to pay for your airfare, your airfare, your hotel, and things like that. Sure, so, for you know, sure. Really, we want to make sure that whoever wins doesn't get to do it because of a financial issue. Right. You know, they got the support from the club, and they got the and, support uh, get the to go over there and experience even that. Even if they're a Jackson guy, they got even the if they're a Jackson the guy, even if they're a Jackson guy. Uh, second place. Probably be a kayak or a gift card. Usually, it's in the two thousand to twenty five hundred dollar range. Yeah, 
third place is usually a thousand dollar. I can't remember if it's gonna be a gift card or a couple of different things. Uh, and then fourth place through tenth is usually uh, cash, yeah. you know. Um, and so, but you know, honestly, you get. I think the registration was eighty five dollars this year. Mm-hmm. You get um, a t shirt. You get a captain's bag. Yeah, probably you get fed three nights. There's a band playing. You get fed three nights. You get a band. You get your eighty-five dollars worth of food and, and more. Crap. And, and more. more. And, and more. more. And so, just for the company and the camaraderie and meeting everybody and yeah, you yeah. know, shooting the bull and all that good stuff. You can't beat that with stick, yeah. man. Come and this on. is not a complicated area to learn either, because there are literally going to be about. Six or seven launches. It's not yeah. like these lakes where people go on to, you know, you've got these lakes that are just massive, you know, and it takes you three hours to get around a lake and there's 30 different launches, you know. Yeah. There's two launches in Leeville, so to speak, you know, two mostly two launches in Leeville. There's three or four launches in Grand Isle, you know. Uh, there's uh, Golden Meadow. You've only got one launch at Golden Meadow. Basons, you've only got one launch in Basons. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you're going to be able to look at a map and say, oh, man, somebody's going to be launching, combat launching over here. And it's like, no, nah, not really. You could go into Highway 1 and launch in the marsh, and you, you'll be able to see all that, especially what I would tell people that are coming in from out of town. Uh, go down Old Highway 1, and we're going to do some seminars. Uh, yeah. I think Brendan Bayard's going to do a seminar. Go down Old Highway 1 the, the Thursday before, look where people are launching. Right. Mm-hmm. You'll see where some people are combat launching. Other yeah. than that, you know, we'll have something showing where all the launches are at. Uh, we don't want anybody feeling they're coming in severely disadvantaged. You know, well, I don't even know where to fish. Well, I mean, I, I can tell you where to fish. You know, there's there's five or six launches that you can catch a slam from any of those launches. Yeah. You know, uh, there is no secrets out here, really. Uh, you just got to know how to fish for flounder, really. Yep. Just break you it should down. You get a couch of trout and a flounder in October. Down that area, or, you just got to know how to catch for flounder. Yeah, trout and redfish. Yeah, you can probably catch a redfish on a marshmallow, but yeah. And I'll tell you what, in those flounder's gonna get you. Those Texas, Alabama, Mississippi boys always have an advantage over Louisiana guys when it comes to catching flounder. They just know how to do it, you know. Yeah, we uh, we get on them pretty good over here, especially yeah, that, that you know starting coming up next couple months. They start moving and yeah, you know, little tidal movement, little marsh drains. Mm-hmm. Low so, and slow. Low and slow. Hit them on the head. Hit yeah. them on the head with that. Uh, <laughs> what, what you using for bait? What you using for that? Oh, quite a few things. These <laughs> all the pins. I like little little bucktail jigs with curly tail grub and then a shrimp on the top. I do a tandem. That's that's uh, yeah. That little curly tail gulp is a is a gold mine. Everybody, mm-hmm. I'll tell you that. That's that's definitely not a secret. The, that little uh, chartreuse curly tail gulp yep. is killer. We Grande uh, Lure Company that supports me is actually chartreuse and then pearl. It's a salty margarita. Oh, yeah, 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 it's like a yeah. salty margarita color. Yeah. That one's been killer. And then I'd do a, a glow shrimp with a chartreuse tail on a weedless hook above it. Oh, nice. So you double, got a little double, double little teaser rig. Mm-hmm. Yeah. little tandem rig. Yeah. yeah. I'll share that. Yeah, I do pretty good with that over here. So I, I kind of have – you hit them in the head, though. They're going – yeah, most of I've the time. Them, you put it in her face. I, I tell you, I've caught all three fish on a uh, a voodoo shrimp, natural color voodoo mm-hmm. under a popping cork. And, oh, yeah. You know, this isn't bass fishing. You can catch all three fish on that one lure. You can mm-hmm. sit there and pop a cork all day against the bank. Yep. And, and catch all three. And catch all three fish. Absolutely. You know, just yep. just be cognizant of your water depth and, and how yeah. deep your leader is. You know, I mean, you don't want to. 12 inch leader if you're fishing two foot of water but typically speaking you know up against those banks it's going to be mm-hmm. a foot you know yeah. a foot or less and so um you know that's uh that's an easy setup for people like ah oh, you know am i using a spoon mm-hmm. am i using a whatever a chatterbait or you know hey this is the easiest setup you can do in october it's a deadly combination it is yeah any kind of shrimp imitation in a popping court in a popping court yeah you throw that bait. all throw that all day call them in Especially I'll call the redfish in, especially yeah. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. So yeah, I'm looking forward to, to that, these, man. Some of these bass guys come down and, and catch a <laughs> uh actually, you know, and, and a good chance you come down here, you could easily hook up a 30, 35 inch bull red, you know, oh, yeah. and take them for a little sleigh ride. Uh, you know, and they're gonna have a lot of fun doing that. For sure. Especially yeah. they they haven't experienced that. Um 
that the the drag pull, the the force of the redfish just made him make makes the bass look silly. Hey, look, man, I'm I'm hooked <laughs> up on uh on 40, 40 inch plus redfish yes. out there on on a trout rig. You know, mm-hmm. throwing a popping cork out for a speckled trout and have a forty inch red tank. Yep. And you're like, oh no, I'm you know, this is my light rig, and uh, and so you just gotta you just gotta just work gotta it. fight them, finesse them in. Them. Yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. They definitely uh, they definitely got some force behind them. Man, yeah, I'm yeah, falling tide. Don't miss that one. Uh, what's the date again on that? October the sixteenth. 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 Yeah. yeah. Uh, festivities will kick off Thursday night. Thursday yep. night, uh, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Uh, everybody sleeps in on Sunday, and then you get head home. You get a whole day to get home whole on day Sunday. To get home on Sunday. Yep. Yeah, sounds like a plan, man. That's gonna be awesome. And then, it's man, y'all have had some other stuff. Y'all, y'all had rolling too here. Y'all got that uh, Louisiana Bass Nation. The what is it called? The Swamp Swamp Country Kayak Bass Association. Swamp Country. Yeah, yeah. I see a lot of the Tennessee Bass Nation cows. Said, man. That's boring. I want to do something exciting. So I was like, hey, guys, let's uh, come up with a good name. So a good friend of mine, Tyler Caldwell, came up with it. I said, look, I don't care what we call it, but I just want a Rougarou in it. So yeah. if you see our mascot, it's a it's a Rougarou, which is like the Louisiana werewolf Bigfoot figure. Yeah, you know, yeah, so. kind of like our Chupacabra over yeah, here. Well, yeah, now see, you Texas guys, the Chupacabra, and, and my friend Jonathan Carter from Texas, he's always telling me, that's a Chupacabra. I said, damn it, Ch-. I said, Jonathan, it's not a Chupacabra. <laughs> Look, here's a picture of a chupacabra. This is a rugaru, all right? This is two completely different They're totally they're different. Yeah. Creatures, all right? And I don't want anybody walking around looking at our, you know, when we get our shirts and stuff and thinking that this is a chupacabra. It's a, it's a rugaru. And so uh, so I had to lecture him a little bit. He's not from Louisiana, he's from Texas, so he doesn't yeah. know. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tacovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots as well as free returns and exchanges and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Um, and that, uh, uh, y'all just y'all had an event uh, last month, right? We did. We did. It was a little test run event. I put it in a very kind of remote location I did, uh, uh, on purpose. I didn't want a lot of people signing up for it because I wanted to work out the bugs. Yeah. Because um, I was... Uh, I don't know. For some reason, everybody came to me and said, "You need to start this Bass Nation." They said, "Man, I've already already got all these obligations with Bayou Coast, and mm-hmm. I write for a local magazine over here too, and and I work, and I'm a dad, and I'm married. You know, so it, yeah. it's just like I was like, all right, screw it, I'll do it. So, um, you know, it's fishing. I love just not even the fishing; it's all everything about it. You know, doing all this stuff. So we got it set up. Um, and we had a little event. It was, uh, I think it was 20 of us, 21 of us, just, just a small yeah. event out in Indian River Creek. And I mean, it was tough. It was tough. They had some nice size bass in there. I think we caught three or four over 20. Yeah, there was you a know? couple good fish. Yeah, there yeah. was a couple of really nice fish. Uh, one guy swears he lost. He says, look, I've been bass fishing all my life. This one was 10 plus. He showed me the hook. And it just had straightened it out. You know, it was a big, wow. big bass. Yeah. You know, if, if if it's to be believed, I I, I don't know. I, I'll say this. He had two really other nice bass. So I, I don't, you know, uh, doubt that. So it was really tough day. I think we had half the field skunk, uh, which is kind of, you know, after I had pre-fished a couple of times. And, uh, I had mm-hmm. never fished it before and somebody had recommended it. So I said, okay, we'll do it over there. And I was like, geez, and Pete's man, I couldn't have picked a tougher lake. Uh we had a good time. We got some buds worked out. We, we had some people give some suggestions. So we, we changed the rules just a little bit. 
Um, but mostly it's, it's, it's modeled after the, the Bass Nation kayak series, you know? Yeah. Um, and so uh, our championship is going to be in, uh, in September, September 11th. It's a one-day tournament. It's on Lake St. John and Lake Concordia, which is right there on the border of uh, Mississippi, right by Natchez. These are supposed to be two phenomenal lakes. Again, I, I just got into bass fishing about two years ago, and so I've never fished these lakes, but everybody tells me they're phenomenal lakes. Yeah, I went, um, I went and scoped them out. <laughs> oh, did you? Yeah, I'm, I'm thinking about making a run. <laughs> Man, I'll tell you what. So the great thing is, you know, with Bass Nation, they allow local clubs, uh, states, to have their own local club to mm-hmm. hold a championship with a top 10% qualifying yep. for the uh, – the, the bass master you know bass nation championship which this year was at possum kingdom, possum kingdom over in, over in texas and i don't know if i mean i'm sure you saw the results from that tournament that was phenomenal oh, yeah. those stringers were phenomenal up top yeah they, i think they would have beat the boat guys if they'd have gotten to weigh those fish you know yeah you know, it, it wasn't advertised but they blew it out the water uh mark pendograph and uh yeah pendograph with that hundred and what almost 112 inches or something i think his average fish uh, it was over 20 inches oh yeah for over two days for 10 fish was over 20 inch stringer i think he had 209 inches Mm -hmm. total over two days phenomenal it's incredible um so and then i forget the guy who plays second but Mm -hmm. he he actually had uh, I think he had a winning stringer, but he got a deduction for a mouth being cracked. Or and so he got, a, yeah. he got an inch deduction, which cost him first place. But he 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 was he had a phenomenal stringer as well. Uh, and so yeah, they again, string smashed him. <laughs> yeah, again, this is one of those deals where you've got average Joe here in Louisiana who says, "Man, I I can't drive up to you know Susquehanna or you know wherever or to Lake mm-hmm. Fork." And, I, and I'll be honest. Those trips, you're looking at $250, $300 entry fee. Yeah. Um, you're looking at gear, travel, hotels. Each trip was going to run you almost at a minimum $600. Plus, if you want to be competitive, you've got to be out there at least at least two days scouting two beforehand. Days before, yeah. So, you know, you're looking at three days off of work because if it's far, yep. you got to drive back on Sunday or Monday. Mm-hmm. That's tough. This gives people the opportunity to fish locally and the entry fee is a hundred bucks. Yeah. You know, and still be able to have a chance to qualify for that. Uh, still be able to have Bassmaster kayak classic. Yeah. 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 And so, uh, you know, now you do have to pay the bass nation dues and the bass dues, yes, which is, you know, correct. it's 40 bucks, I think. Um, uh, but you know, it's, it's a small price. We're going to have some really good payouts. I think this first year we're building it up. I mean, this is yep. a, you know, starter club grassroots, you know, I think we'll probably have 50 guys sign up. The great thing about our, our tournament, a lot of these other states that have these big, big bass, you know, that's all they do is bass fish, right? Mm. You have to qualify for their championship. You have to go through a series or qualify. Ours is you could register and be in. This can be the only event you want to fish. You can fish it. You can be from Mississippi, Texas, Alabama, Florida. You come into our tournament and fish it. You know, yes. as long as you remember bass and you pay your bass member ID, we don't charge any club fees. We're going to be, uh, we're going to take, I think probably, uh, it's a hundred dollar entry, $85 go to payouts. The other $15 goes to Turdy X PayPal. And it's going to be yep. like seven, mm-hmm. seven, eight bucks for the club, which helps Operation me. Pay for the fees. Yep. And the food. Yep. Yeah. And I'm going to be coming out of pocket some money on it and, and, and I'm okay with that as we, as we build it up. Right. Um, then that's the cool thing. I mean, just like y'all, the club's running tournaments, you know, the transparency is what like sells everybody to, you know, that yeah. they know, Oh, this is going to this. this Cause I know people, people start asking, where's all man, where's the payout? Where's all this going? Where's this money going? You know? So. Oh, I can show them, I can show them the, the yeah. negative return that it will have on this investment uh, that I'm in the hole in already. But uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm talking to a guy in Florida to do some really nice trophies. Uh, I don't have them yet, but we're going to, we're going to get them in, it's going to rival, I think, some of the some of these bigger tournaments. Oh, cool deal! Um, you know, payouts are going to be. You know, we'll pay out the top ten percent. Mm-hmm. Top ten percent. If we get fifty guys registered, we're going to send five guys to the 
to the Bass Nation Championship, which I understand is going to be in South Carolina next year. Oh, um, Hartwell or Hart, I think. Well, I think the Classics at Hartwell. So they this tournament's going to be in conjunction with the Classic. So it the, could the, be the at like Santee Cooper or something. Yeah, I, yeah. So it's going to be some other lakes there. there. Yeah. So that should be a lot of fun. Um, we had a lot of guys express interest. I think we've got 35, 40 guys already signed up in the club, mm-hmm. you know? Uh, and, uh, I mean, I'm like, I'm looking at my calendar. It's like, man, we're five weeks away, you know? I'm so pumped about that. Uh, I, don't, I don't know what to do with myself right now, sitting here in August when we've got this championship coming up in September. October, mm-hmm. we got Fallen Tide. Then in November, we've got our Bayou Coast Championship, you know, three mm-hmm. big time tournaments. I don't know if there's been a better time to be alive, kayak fishing wise, tournament scene in Louisiana than this year. This is oh, probably yeah. the biggest year I can I can think of, you know. Taking off. And then hey, for you guys, I know you're coming down in August. We've got yeah. Ride the Bull. Ride the Bull coming up uh twenty what twenty eighth? Yeah. I think so. so I know it's at the end of August. Uh yeah, twenty eighth of Saturday. Yeah. 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 That's you know, and that's just a big that's just a big party. You that's know, they'll have five or usually hubbub. five or six hundred people yeah. over there. Yep. Dropping dead bait on the bottom, hoping to catch a 40, 45 inch bull red. You, you know, know something? I made a I made a promise. I'm throwing artificials the whole time. <laughs> I'm throwing crankbaits on the rock structure and big rattle traps and big bucktails. Is that right? I'm, I'm gonna throw artificials the whole time. Yep. You're not gonna throw any uh Cut nope, I'm not going to anchor. Motor. I'm going to use the motor and troll and work crankbaits and stuff and try to see if I can do it that way. Hey, it might be shot. You never know. <laughs> you never know. I mean, I got some insight on some on some on some structure. I'm going to look at. Yeah, we're, we're going to see what happens. Yeah. Well, you're going to be there with 500 other people because you're all going to be in the same. Right, area. right, right, right. But yeah, I'm going to try. I'm going to try. I'm gonna, I don't. I don't. Uh, I don't want to. I don't want to soak bait. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, look, I understand. I understand. No, you don't wanna, I'm, I'm a grinder. I like to cover water and all yeah. that mess. I can't sit in one spot too long. <laughs> when IFA used to come down, they they do a tournament um, yep. out of Grand Isle, and it was artificial only. And you'd have those guys out there with those big curly tail gulps. Mm-hmm. You know, everybody's fishing the same bass. Everybody's yeah. circling each other. Circling <laughs> around, jigging. Yep. Those big reds, you know. Yep. That was a lot of fun to watch, just sitting there watching these guys. And, uh, you know, it, it's, a, it's, a, it's a party. Uh, I know we hope to uh, hope to get down there. Uh, I know Jonathan Carter, my buddy, is going to be down there. He's going to show you, yeah. you you and Jeff around. And uh, yeah. I hope to get down there, too. Uh, you guys will all be out there with your torpedoes. I'm going to be out there pedaling. The old ah. man pedaling. <laughs> it's all good. <laughs> it, it, it makes a difference, though, for some of these. Uh, a lot of our trails around here started started allowing them. So yeah, well, our bass uh, station, our bass off. station trail allows it because that's what bass station right. allows. And uh, you know, we don't allow it in the saltwater series. Uh, you know, and, and I think that's something that's probably they may hold firm on. Uh, but the you know, I love the fact that when I get to make the rules for. Uh, the bass station i don't make the rules i just yeah. say, hey if you've got a problem go talk to bass yeah. you know but that's the I thing make, I, like our saltwater trails are yeah. allowing them now like it's oh, just really? like pretty much every one of them went to motors even this wow. uh this this next one we have we have a split uh offshore one day redfish the next uh called ray del mar um and they're they're allowing motors this year um the professional redfish league saltwater angler redfish series the ones we've been fishing just wrapped up this last weekend uh that was uh they started allowing motors last year. Mm-hmm. Saltwater Survival Series got some backing from Torquedo. So they just started allowing them. So yeah. yeah, all of our saltwater events are allowing them now too. And it's it makes a makes a good difference. The only thing the bad about it is is that mm-hmm. you know, if you are um you know pulling redfish around on a stringer, you know, you gotta kind of slow it down a little bit on the way back, or you gotta have a built up uh live well on the back of the kayak <laughs> to put them in so you can hold. Do, do take off and in, go. Do y'all weigh y'all live, uh, your redfish in live? Uh, there's a couple of our trails that have live live weigh-ins really? for redfish. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's that's difficult, especially when it's it getting warm. To in the hot to, summer months, it's tough. So yeah, it's easier to to uh, string them up, leave them on a stakeout pole in the area, and hopefully nobody takes them. And then you yeah. come back and put them in your live well and go back to the launch. And there's there's little tricks here and there. G juice, ice 
uh, frozen water bottles, um, uh, little O2 tablets, little bait, bait saver tablets and stuff like that. Kind of. Now I've never heard of this one. You, you go. stick yeah. them on a stakeout pole. Yeah. Stakeout pole. I yeah. go put, put it on a stakeout pole and like the edge of the Island or in the marsh and yeah. have a fish bag and put them in there and just leave them there and don't drag them around until you're ready to leave that area. <laughs> yeah. It's much easier throwing them on ice. <laughs> Yeah, it is. Pic- and then you get a, a half picture. pound deduction for the dead fish. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's much easier to take a picture. But yeah, the, you know, you know how picture. it is. You know, there's a couple clubs here that that you know during COVID they they did some CPR events and stuff. And you know, just yeah. some people just aren't keen to it. And I'm like, well, I mean, that's it is what it is. I mean, if that's the way we had to get it, that was the way we had to get out on the water to have tournaments and have virtual captains meetings and then yeah. virtual awards and this and that. I mean to make it work it was awesome it was awesome that we were able to do that with with that uh, catch photo um submit release um platforms we have you know tournament management systems you know attorney x fish and chaos so you know all that said and done you know it still got us out there on the water you know the thing that like you said earlier we we're just lacking that the meetups and the camaraderie and all that you know that's, yeah. that's the that's the big thing about these 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 tournaments that everybody gets together you know after weigh in and Ways in uh, opinions and the fish stories, the tales grow. <laughs> yeah, all that good stuff. So, yeah, I know. I know. I miss a lot of these guys. I haven't seen them uh, in so long and I got to see them. Hunting boots are a critical component of any successful hunt. Whether walking a short distance to your blind or trudging miles through rugged terrain, your feet are carrying the load. Without the right boots, you could give up early and lose out on that trophy just over the ridge. At Midway USA, we make selecting boots for your next hunt easier. With just a few clicks of a mouse, you can decide on what's important, like waterproofing, insulation, size, width, and savings. For just about everything for shooting, hunting, and the outdoors, check out MidwayUSA.com. For Padapalooza in April, and uh, we had a blast just seeing some of these guys. And, you know, you mainly see them twice a year, but you see them every year, twice a year at the same event. Twice a year, yeah. And it's, uh, it's, it's really good to see these guys and, you know, we keep up on, on Facebook and things like that, but see them in person. It, it's, it's, you know, it's like the high school reunion twice a year, but you know, people you actually want to stay in touch with, I guess. Oh yeah, for <laughs> sure, man. Well, cool deal, man. Well, I'm stoked for uh, everything coming up. Uh, Absolutely. You know, we got the, the CCA, you got to ride the bull coming up August the 28th. Uh, we have the, the, swamp country, swamp country, <laughs> kayak bass association. Kayak bass association. I Scuba. 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 <laughs> scuba. Scuba. Uh, scuba coming uh, up September 11th. Bass, Bass Nation Kayak Series, uh, September 11th on um, what lakes are those on again? Lake St. Yeah. John and Lake Concordia. It's Concordia, St. outside John. of Natchez. There's actually yep. a couple of places for rent if you're looking to come down on uh, it's a Spokane Resort. I think it's on Lake St. John. There's another mm-hmm. place five minutes up the road on Lake Concordia. And then Hey, look, man, if you want to come in and bring the wife, Natchez is a really cool city. It's 10 minutes away in Mississippi, but, um, you know, you could bring the wife and she can go antique shopping or food oh, shopping yeah. or whatever right there at Natchez. So it's a great location. Huh. Uh, or you could stay on the water. We're, we're going to cook probably Saturday night. Um, I'll be up there Thursday night. We're going to pre-fish Friday. Uh, we're going to cook Saturday night. So when, when as soon as everybody's finished fishing, you can come over. Uh, I think we're going to have a couple items for a little raffle that we're going to give away for free. Do the oh, cool. award ceremony, hand out prizes. Uh, and then we're going to have a few beverages, tell some more lies, go to bed, and then get home on Sunday. <laughs> get home on Sunday. Home right on, on Sunday. man. Well, yeah, if I can make that work, I was I was eyeballing that. And then everybody asking, you know, you do have to be a Bass uh, Association member. Yes. And then you have to pay club dues yeah. to the scuba. Well, yeah, no. there's no club dues. It's just no club you, dues. Yeah, you pay Bass Nation when you register for the tournament. Bass Nation, right. X, correct. Um, and then we have to pay the Bass Nation directly. We don't keep any of that money. It's thirty dollars, and that's what they require. Right. We don't have any club dues at all. Okay. Uh, we just take a little bit of money out the out the uh, thing, uh, the thing. But we also have two uh, optional categories. We've got a uh, a big bass category. It's five dollar Calcutta okay. uh, winner take all for the biggest bass. Then the other category we have, it's optional. It's ten dollars. It's a big bass by the hour. So I think oh, we're cool. be paying out eight spots. So you know, if if you're not having a good day, you always got the chance of winning big bass, uh, yeah. or big bass by the hour. And you know, you never know. Cool Maybe deal. You can be one of those five. 
we'll see what happens. See if I can yeah. make that one work out. And then uh, you know, coming up in uh October, October uh, Hobie World's qualifier, October sixteenth, yeah. Fallen Tide, uh true slam tournament, one redfish, one trout, one flounder. Yeah. Uh CPR event. Um should be a good time. Lots of uh festivities in the evenings. Some Lots good food, some good company, and some uh cold beer. Even if so, you don't catch anything, I can almost guarantee you. Guarantee it's going to be a good time. It's going to be a good time regardless. Even on the water, if you don't catch anything, you're still going to have fun. You're still going to have a good time. So, yeah. So, man, I appreciate you coming on the show, sharing Rasta, with us thank a little, you so little much little for info about everything, about the yeah. tournaments coming up, and then the, the, the Swamp Country uh, Bass Club starting up. That's going to be awesome with all that going on. Yeah. Championship y'all got coming up. You're going to have some qualifying spots for the Bass Nation Kayak Classic. Bassmaster Kayak Classic, whatever. I think it's something like that they call it. Yeah, it's the, <laughs> and I call hope. it the Bass, Bass Nation National Championship, uh, yeah. something like that. But, uh, <laughs> we're, you know, I I just, I told my friends, I said, look, if you guys make it, I'll go with you and uh, I'll help you scout out. You know, we'll go out there all together. So. Yep, there you go. Well, cool deal, man. Once again, thanks again. You know, thanks to everybody that listens. Uh, podcast wouldn't be um, – possible without all the listeners out there thanks everybody for that and uh we'll see y'all next time on chasing the tide catch y'all later thanks dustin see you soon yes sir pursuing wild game in wild places tune in to hunt stand presents saturdays at 8 30 p.m eastern waypoint tv the destination for outdoor entertainment Spend your Saturdays with life on the water. Join Captain Brandon Simmons for fishing, diving, travel, and so much more. You want to succeed. You want to fish. You want to be one of the greatest. Oh, look at that thing, dude. Wow. Oh. <laughs> Let's see what kind of trouble we can get into today. Don't miss Life on the Water every Saturday night from 7 to 9 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV. <laughs> the destination for outdoor entertainment.